I don't know how this is gonna go. I guess, welcome to the show. <laughs> okay, there you go. Hi guys, it's Jess, and welcome back to Millennial Mama Monday. Today's episode is super exciting. At least, I think it's super exciting because I get to talk about the baby, and that's my favorite thing to do is talk about the baby. Um, but I promised in the last episode that today's episode would be all about the gender reveal and telling you guys what exactly the baby is. So, a while back, a few, a few months ago, basically right around when I found out I was pregnant, there was a lot going on as far as how people felt about gender reveals some people were saying that they were transphobic other people were saying that that was absolutely ridiculous and i am one of the most sensitive people on the planet and i don't like to upset hurt offend anyone so if you are offended by the fact that i had a gender reveal i i do apologize that is not my intention at all i'm a very open person i'm a very loving person and i'm very accepting of everyone's identity. So with that being said, when a lot of the stuff was going on where people were, you know, kind of debating back and forth on whether gender reveals were inclusive, I texted my sister and I was very emotional. I had so many new hormones flooding in my body. And I was like, am I a terrible person for wanting to do a gender reveal? And she said, absolutely not. Don't, don't get all in your head about this. So ultimately, I know that I care about people. I know that I am not transphobic. And that's just what I have to stick with. That's, that's, that's my truth. And that's what I'm sticking to. So I gave my sister full reins of this gender reveal. The only thing that I said was, Chris and I wanted to incorporate archery. We both know how to shoot a bow. I mean, Chris knows how to shoot a bow. I I can shoot one, but like I haven't in a while. And he, he was in the process of teaching me. So we wanted to shoot a bow at our target that we have and have there be a balloon, multiple balloons, but filled with something like uh, powder, paint, glitter, something of the color that was going to represent which, if it was a boy or a girl. That was the only thing. I was like, everything else, it is all you. So my sister had been planning this for months. Um, She had been working with my sister-in-law, and they had been planning this whole thing. So the day of the gender reveal, I had no idea what was going to happen, what it was going to look like, nothing. Because my sister had kept everything a secret. I'm talking... She met us at the doctor's office when we got the anatomy scan. We told them we didn't want to know right away that we wanted it put in an envelope and we would give the envelope to someone and they would know. So my sister met me and met Chris and I, (laughs) I'm like, I have to be grammatically correct, met Chris and I at the doctor's office. She picked up the envelope. They even gave us a a digital disc of the whole ultrasound um, so we could look back at it. My sister took that from us because she didn't trust that we wouldn't go home and watch it to see if it was a boy or a girl. 
it is a very good thing she did that because I I was losing my mind. I just wanted to know. So by the middle of the week, now when we did this, we knew that it was going to be about a week and a half until we found out what the baby was going to be. So halfway through that time period, I was losing my mind. And I was like, it's a good thing that she took this digital disc from me because I probably would have watched it. So she had been so tight-lipped about the whole thing. She wouldn't tell her best friend. She wouldn't even tell her mom. Our, our mom, she would not tell our mom. She told no one. She kept this complete secret until the very end. So we had both of our families. We told them when it was going to be, May 15th. So they're all coming over to the house. Jordan gets there about two hours before we were planning on having the reveal. And she had, she came in like she was holding this something covered with a blanket And then my sister-in-law came in with something else covered in a blanket. So they brought those in the baby's room. They said one of them was what my baby was. I had no idea what was under this blanket. And the other one was presents. So they hid them in the baby's room. And they immediately got to work outside. Because we wanted to do it outside. It was a really nice day. We were set on this archery thing. Now the one thing that did change was because of the pelvic rest that I'm on, I could not shoot the bow. That... It was out of the question, so it would have to be all Chris. And of course, the week before, when I told when I told Chris, you know, I'm I'm really bummed out that I can't shoot the bow at the at the gender reveal. He was like, "Oh no, it's okay. I promise I'll miss one for you," because um, he's a jerk. I'm kidding. I mean, you know, kidding a little. So they immediately went outside, got to work. So at some point. My sister-in-law came in. Now, it had been maybe an hour and a half at this point. My sister-in-law came in, and she was like, I have to go. We're almost done, but I have to go to the store. She said, "She said we forgot something. I have to go to the store. So she left and went to the store. So I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, I just want to know. I just want to know. And so then at some point, she had come back. Jordan came up to the door once and I was like, oh, is it ready? Is it ready? Every time someone from my family, because my whole family, whenever they got there, they all went outside to help Jordan put this together. But every time someone came in, I was like, is it time? Is it time? So the first time Jordan was just coming to get some cupcakes for her best friend's son because he wanted a cupcake. And so I was like, okay, I'll get the cupcake. The next time Jordan came up, she's like, okay, 10 minutes, we'll be ready. So just in 10 minutes, we're going to start this thing. I was beyond excited. I was probably bouncing up and down because I was so excited that we were finally going to know what the baby was. Five minutes later, my dad comes up to the door. He's like, Jess, I need to talk to you. So I like pulled him into my room. I was like, yeah, yeah, what's up? Are we ready? And he was like, the balloon popped because of the heat. If you live in Florida, you know that it gets hot. It was probably about 90 degrees outside. He's like, the balloon popped because of the heat. There's paint everywhere. It's all over Jordan. It's all over the ground. It is absolutely everywhere. And I was like, okay, um, what can we do? So I was like, okay, can, can Jordan hide? And maybe Chris can shoot something else. And, you know, then she can walk out or something. And he was like, no, Jess, I know what the baby is. Like, there's paint everywhere. And he was like, Jordan is crying. She's really upset. She thinks she ruined everything. And I was like, okay, first of all, like, no, please tell her she didn't ruin everything. I just want to know what the baby is. I promise nothing's ruined. It's fine. So quick thinking, I'm like, okay, 
blindfold us. Just blindfold us, walk us outside, and we're, we're still going to be surprised. So our friends put blindfolds on us. They get us walking outside. Um, during this time, Jordan had also been like, how can we fix this? So her and her friend moved the tarp that had paint on it. They moved anything that had paint on it, cleaned it up, and Jordan hid. So Chris and I are blindfolded at this point, being like led out to our side yard. So then my dad all of a sudden says, okay, count to three and you can take the blindfolds off. So they counted. At three, we took them off. And so we have this on video. Somebody was recording a video. All you see is Chris and I looking back and forth, trying to figure out what the baby was because we were told there's paint everywhere and there was no paint. There, there was no paint anywhere. So we're just looking back and forth and we look so confused. And then my sister walks out. Now, we chose to do, I meant to say this earlier when I was talking about the whole, like, me being a little concerned about doing a gender reveal. I, I meant to, like, include this. That was the whole purpose of, you know, leading up to the statement. We decided to go with non-traditional colors. That was Jordan's idea. She didn't want me to be at all concerned with what people thought. And she thought, you know, if we did non-traditional colors, we're not labeling, you know, girls are pink and boys are blue. We're just saying this color represents that it's a boy today. And this color represents that it's a girl today. And that's just it. It's not attaching colors to a gender. It's just this is what we're using to see what it is. And so she chose purple and green. So if it was a girl, we were going to see purple paint. If it was a boy, we were going to see green paint. And remember, we couldn't shoot the arrow. So we're looking everywhere for any kind of sign of paint. Could find none. We see little green windmills in the ground. So at first I was like, oh, it's a boy because there's green. But then I look over and I see purple ones. So I was like, okay, no, they're, they're just decorations. All of a sudden, my sister walks out in a white shirt, splattered with purple paint everywhere. She's got purple paint on her pants, purple paint on her shirt, her face, everywhere. And she's carrying a painting, a, can a canvas that has purple paint on it. And I just, I started crying and I ran to my sister. Now you would think that maybe I would have turned to Chris and hugged him or something, but no, I just ran to my sister and hugged her. Got purple paint all over me. I had it in my hair. It was on all of my clothes. I didn't care. And I'll explain a little bit about why I ran right to my sister because there there is a reason. Like there's a reason I ran to Jordan and didn't like look over at Chris. So I promise there is a reason for that. So, and I just hugged her. And what was going to happen, her, her vision was that we were going to shoot the arrow, paint would splatter. She had a tarp underneath the the target and she had two white canvases which was what Caitlin ran to the store for Jordan had bought black canvases but she forgot them at the house so Caitlin had run to the store for some canvases so she envisioned the the balloon would pop purple paint would be everywhere it would fall onto the canvases and we'd have artwork and we did end up with really pretty artwork because the, the balloon did burst so it did pop everywhere and so we do have two canvases with purple splatters on them. I have already hung them up in the baby's room. And so we have beautiful artwork now. And my sister did let me keep her shirt. 
she let me keep her shirt that had the purple paint. I was like, can I have that? And she had, Jordan and I are very uh, resourceful, also don't like to put things away sometimes. So we always have backup clothes in our car. So she just went and got another shirt out of her car and gave me the white purple splattered shirt that she had on. But yes, we found out it is a girl. So we are having a little girl. I just remember I hugged my sister after I was done hugging my sister. I hugged my mom. I went up to Chris. I hugged him. We took some pictures. Jordan had set out two tables outside. One was covered in green and one was covered in purple. The green one had these uh, like lanyard beads with a little kind of medallion on the bottom with arrows, green arrows on it. The purple table had purple beaded lanyards with another little medallion with purple bows on them. So she had made these. So the theme was, is it arrows or bows, boys or girls? And then um, she hung a sign on her house that said, oh baby, and had different balloons, like the, the purple and the green balloons on that. It was absolutely adorable. The setup was beautiful. I was so happy with the way it turned out. And, you know, did it turn out perfect? The way that, you know, we had envisioned it, that Jordan had envisioned it. No. But how many people can say that they found out the gender of their child with their sister walking out splattered with paint all over her? Not many. So to me, it was so special. And the amount of time and effort and love that she put into this was, it meant more to me than anything. So I was thrilled. I I could not have been happier. And, you know, I, a lot of people, when they're pregnant, they have like an intuition, you know, I think it's a boy or I think it's a girl. I, I didn't have any of that. I, I really wasn't sure. There would be some days where I was like, you know, I really feel like it's a boy. And then there were some days where I was like, no, no, I think it's a girl. You know, we talked in a previous episode about the gender myths. And by the end, you know, most of them pointed to boy. But we see, you know, I'm, I'm having a girl. Now, the Chinese calendar was correct. It said I was having a little girl, and I'm having a little girl. So that's kind of freaky. But, you know, we just don't know. So after, you know, the big reveal, we came inside. We had gotten some food. My sister-in-law, Caitlin, had made cupcakes. Now, (laughs) when she brought them in, they were purple and they were blue. And she was like, I swear, or no, they were green and blue. She was like, I swear, when we left the house... In our house, those cupcakes looked lavender and not blue. So we had green and blue cupcakes instead. And so, you know, everyone was getting food. Everything was fine. And then I opened my presents. Jordan had gotten a bunch of little girl clothes and bows. And it was just, it was such a nice day. After that, we watched the ultrasound with everyone. We we put it in Chris's PlayStation and we played that so that everyone could see, you know, how cool it was because it is amazing the way technology is these days and how much detail it shows of the baby. So we wanted everyone to see that too. And so we got to see the little part on it where it pointed out that it was a girl. And in the envelope that they had given my sister, it actually had the the little ultrasound picture that said girl. So we have that now and it had this little scratch off uh, ticket thing where you scratch it off and it, it tells you if it's a boy or a girl and of course it said girl so now we have like some mementos from that but it was just such a great day and I I couldn't have been happier 
I am thrilled to death. I would have been happy either way. I'm, I've just completely embraced this. I'm so excited to have a little girl. And the big thing then was, what do we name her? I know several episodes ago, we did a Q&A and someone had asked me, you know, if we had thought of any names for boy or girl. And we had a name for a boy. Like, we were completely sure about that. It was the girl that we weren't sure. So we had come up with some options for names. Now, we have Chris's daughter, Safira, starts with an S. And if it was a boy, the name was going to be Soren, which is also an S. So I had been the one that was like, you know, if it's a girl, we should keep with the S theme and we should have an S name. That way, you know, if we try again and we have a boy, they have an S name. So all the kids have an S name. And at one point, Chris was like, you know, we don't, we don't need to have an S name if it's a girl. And I was like, no, but I don't want them to grow up with a complex. And it's, <laughs> it's like, that sounds ridiculous to me now because I grew up where all my brother, sister, and I were all J-A-T and I wouldn't have been upset if I wasn't J. So if I hadn't been Jessica, I wouldn't have been upset. I wouldn't have hated my mom and my dad for not making me part of the J club. But in my brain, I was like, the baby will have a complex and wonder why we didn't make her part of the S club. So we had talked about a few different S names. Now, a few days before the gender reveal, I told Chris, I was like, you know, I'm not in love with any of these names we picked out and I want to be in love with a baby's name. So I don't, I don't think I want to use an S name. I think I want to just find a name that I am in love with. And so that had been right after also that we had found out that the baby's umbilical cord only had two vessels. And I was just like, this baby is strong. I know, I know she's strong. And so I looked up girls' names that meant strength or warrior or fighter. So I looked up a few different options for that. I thought about books that I had read, thought of a few different options with that. We didn't have anything solid, though. Going into that gender reveal, we did not have a solid name picked, except the middle name. I told Chris months ago that if it was a girl, I wanted to give her my sister's middle name, and that was very important to me. Jordan has been the biggest supporter of this from the very beginning. She has fully taken on that aunt role. Like, I, you couldn't even believe and she's been absolutely amazing. And you guys know, she's the first person that knew that I was pregnant. Even before Chris, she was the first person. And so it was very important to me. And, you know, the baby's going to have his last name. I wanted the baby to have a piece of my family. So I wanted the baby, if it was a girl, to have the middle name Amber Lee, which is my sister's middle name. So that we did have decided. And that is why I ran to my sister before anyone else the day of the gender reveal. Because... The night before I texted her, we, we hadn't told her that, you know, if it was a girl, that that's what the middle name would be. But the night before I texted her because, you know, I felt like if it was a boy and I told her after the fact, you know, if it had been a girl, it would have had your middle name. I felt like it wouldn't have meant as much because it's just like, oh, I mean, that's easy to say now, you know, it's a boy. So I wanted her to know before the gender reveal because I wanted her to know I was serious. It wasn't just a oh, I mean, I'm just saying this because, you know, it's a boy, so, you know, whatever. I wanted her to know how much it meant to me, everything that she's done, and how serious I was about giving my baby part of her name. 
So the night before the gender reveal, I texted her and I was like, I just want you to know whatever happens, if it's a girl, we are planning to give it your middle name. We want it to have the middle name Amber Lee. And I was like, don't answer this in any way that's going to give away what the baby is. But I just wanted you to know that. So on the day of the reveal, when I saw her come out in purple, the first thing I thought of is I get to give my sister this gift. For me, this was a win-win situation. If it was a boy, I could give Chris a son that, you know, could carry on his last name. If it was a girl, I could give my sister a niece that had part of her name. So, and I'm such a wanting to make other people happy that... I didn't care myself what the baby was, but I knew either way I was going to make somebody really, really happy. Don't get me wrong. Chris is absolutely thrilled. He He's absolutely thrilled. He, he wouldn't have cared either way either. But to me, I was like, this baby is a gift. And if it's a girl, I get to give my sister this small gift. And to me, that meant a lot. So when I saw the purple, that's the only thing I could think about was I get to give my sister this gift. So that's why I ran to her first because that's that's all I could think about. And, you know, people asked us, the family asked us, you know, do you guys have a name? And I was like, no, but we know the middle name's Amberly. And so we had that picked out. It was a matter of the first name. So, you know, I had bounced around a few ideas, looked some names up. So I was really thinking about it. I wanted to be in love with this name. A few days before the gender reveal, one of my friends on Instagram, they're someone that I met through reading. Um, We like the same kind of books. They've read my books. They've promoted my books. They've interviewed me about my poetry. They messaged me and were like, hey, I just read this book. I think you would really like it. It's a fantasy book and I just want to know what you think. So, you know, my brain's kind of scattered right now. I haven't been able to finish a book in forever. So I messaged back and I was like, okay, I don't want to sound stupid here, but, you know, is it an easy read book? Because I just, my brain is chaotic right now and I don't know if I can focus on something that's intense. So is it easy read? And they said, yes, absolutely. And I was like, okay, is it something that, you know, the baby might like? Because I wanted whatever I read next to be something I could read to the baby. I knew that the baby was developing its senses and I wanted to really start reading to the baby so I was like fantasy is a really good genre where I could I could do that I could feel comfortable reading a fantasy book to the baby and they were like yes I really do think it would be really great for you to read to the baby that's such a good idea so you should check this out so I think it was because I forgot (laughs) to order it that day so I think it was the next day that I ordered the book it came and so a few days before the gender reveal I started reading it And the main character, on I think the second or third page, her father called her Sprout. And anyone that follows me on social media knows that from the beginning of all of this, I've referred to the baby as Little Sprout. That's, it's something, my mom came up with the nickname and then as soon as she said it one time, I was like, that's it, that's the baby's nickname, we're calling it, we're calling her Little Sprout. So, as soon as I read that, I was like, Little Sprout, like, what what is this like this book just fell into my lap at the perfect time I had just been saying how I wasn't in love with the names we had I needed a new name and then all of a sudden I'm reading this fantasy book I'm reading it to the baby and 
it's got the main character got such a beautiful name and her nickname is the nickname we have for the baby so all of this is like going through my head so by like the 10th page i was like i think i want this to be the baby's name not not sprout (laughs) her name which i will tell you in a second so by like the 10th page i thought that and I was like, okay, Jess, it's it's kind of crazy to just decide your baby's going to be named after this character when you're 10 pages in the book. So why don't you read a little bit more? So I did. <laughs> I read more of the book, got really into it. And that's when I told Chris when I was about, you know, a middle, midway through the book, I was like, I want to name the baby after this character. It has meaning. She has the same nickname that we have for the baby. And I love it. And it's, I can tell her one day, I named you after the main character of the first book I ever read to you while you were in my belly. And I just think that's such a beautiful story. And the timing was perfect. And the coincidence was perfect. It was like the the perfect moment of serendipity all happened right there. And I just thought that was so beautiful. And so that is what, you know, we for a few days we we debated different names because you know there there are other books that I love that have you know strong female lead characters and we had been debating on a few of them but ultimately we decided to name the baby after this character so her name is going to be oh I should probably tell you the name of the book let me keep the suspense going just a little bit longer so that I can tell you the name of the book and then I will, I promise I'll tell you the name. So the name of the book is Among the Beasts and Briars, and it's by Ashley Poston, Poston, I'm sorry, Ashley, if I'm saying that wrong, but yes, Among Among the Beasts and Briars. By the time you guys hear this podcast, I will be done with the book. I only have a few pages left, and the baby and I absolutely love it, so I do recommend it, but that is the book, and so if you've read the book, you know that the character's name is... I okay here's where it gets a little fuzzy because I have pronounced it Saris from the very beginning that's how I pronounced it when I looked it up online later I later found out that it might be pronounced Karis it's spelled c-e-r-y-s but I have pronounced it Saris from the very beginning so we're sticking with that I'm sorry to the author if that if that's the wrong way to pronounce it, but it, it doesn't have to be the same way you pronounce it. You know, you could pronounce it Karis and I could pronounce it Saris, but my baby's name will be Saris Amberlee Shear. And I'm just so in love with it. <laughs> I, I just think it's so beautiful. And I love the spelling, I love the uniqueness, and I love the story behind it. So I was thrilled to death when we settled on it. Like we put the official stamp on it, told the families. Now I'm telling you guys, I'm going to make it official on social media so that everyone knows. But yes, her name is going to be Saris Amberly Shear. And I could not be happier about the fact that all of this is happening. And I just think everything happens the way it's supposed to and that everything, you know, what's meant to be will be. We were meant to have a little girl right now. So we're having a little girl. I was meant to second guess the names that we were thinking of because they didn't, they were pretty, they were all very pretty, but they didn't have a story. They didn't have a meaning to me. They were just names that we found looking up online. And I, 
that's fine. If you, if that's how you name your child, that is absolutely fine. I'm not saying anything against that. I just wanted a story. I'm a very poetic person and I just wanted a beautiful story to tell her. And I feel like this is the most beautiful story that I could give her. It, I could not have asked to happen in a more perfect way than it did. So yes, we know we're having a girl. We know what her name is going to be and we are very excited. The day after the gender reveal, I went out with Haley and we went shopping for the baby. We've been waiting for this for five months now. We just wanted to know what she was going to be and who she was. And so we went baby shopping the next day, went out and bought a bunch of stuff. Basically, anytime I go into a store now, it's kind of like a disease. I can't walk into a store without looking at the baby stuff. It is crazy. I have been to so many stores in the past week since finding out what the baby was and every time I I swear I don't come out with whether it's a pair of socks it might be as simple as a pair of socks but I come out with something for the baby and I feel like that's just how it's gonna be for the next like four plus months but I you know she's my first baby and I can't wait to I know I'm gonna spoil her (laughs) like I I just know like i as soon as I came into Saf's life, I started spoiling Saf. So I just know this is going to happen again. We're just going to, you know, spoil these children, but also teach them everything that they need to know. So yes, I'm very excited to be a mom. Very excited to continue this journey. And I was so, so happy that I could finally share this with you guys and finally know myself about what the baby would be. Other updates, nothing else really I've just been you know organizing the baby's room a little bit more we we kept buying and you know my sister that that was the present my sister had gotten you know a bunch of baby clothes and stuff like that so I had all of these clothes and I had them stored in the baby's room but I had no idea what I had you know what sizes I didn't know how many newborn clothes I had how many three to six months zero to three I didn't know any of that stuff so I one day came in here and I was like, I'm just going to organize it because, you know, I need to know what I have in inventory right now for when I inevitably buy something every time I go into a store. So at least now I have targeted buying. Like I know what more so what sizes I need. So that was kind of the basis behind all of my organization. So I have organized bins of the different sizes so I can keep track. Like I said, I hung the canvas paintings in the baby's room. I put some more of the decorations from the gender reveal in here. I have some of those lanyards that Jordan had made. I have those up as decorations. We're just, we're slowly getting things going. Um, I remembered that last year, around this exact time, my sister had made me, I had just published my sixth poetry book. And my sister made me a blanket with all of my books on it. And she said, if you ever have a baby, I want your baby to know their mom. I want them to see how amazing their mom is and everything she's done. And so it's this baby blanket that is purple with pictures of all of my books on it. And I've just been holding on to it because I honestly, for a while, I didn't know if I was going to be able to have kids with my autoimmune disease issues and everything that had been going on. I didn't know if that was a possibility. So I completely forgot. I had this blanket in my closet and completely forgot. And then one day 
I remembered it. I had gone in the closet to look for something and I remembered that it was in there. And I was so happy this week to be able to put it in the baby's room on the baby's chair. And I can share that with her one day. So it's just, it's been a lot of since that day, it's been a lot of shopping and organizing and making the baby's room special for little Saris. And, you know, after I finish the book, I want to put a shelf up or something and put the book in here. So it's right in here with the baby. I thought that would be a really cute idea. So I really want to do that. And yeah, I hope to read her more books, but this one is going to be the most special to me. You know, it was recommended by a really good friend on Instagram. And like I said, it was just a perfect instance of serendipity. So that's really it. I just wanted to share with you guys all of the excitement of the gender reveal. You know, it's a lesson to everyone nothing happens perfectly the way you plan it. But sometimes it happens the way it needs to. And that makes it perfect in its own way. More perfect than you could have planned it. And that's what I think happened with us on that day. It wasn't perfect in the way that any of us planned it to be, but it was more perfect than that. And it was special because, you know, we had our family there. We had some friends there. And they were all sharing this moment with us. So... Anyways, that is my story of the gender reveal. So welcome. Well, I mean, not welcome because she's, she's still got like four months to cook in my belly. Welcome baby Saris, Saris Amber Leashier. She will be coming to us soon in October. She is literally spending every day stretching her long little legs across my belly to, you know, expand it. I feel like that's what she's been doing. This week, it's like she's got like a, a forklift or something in there. You know, one of those things that you, um, it's not a forklift, but the, the jack thing that you put underneath your car and you crank it so that it raises your car so that you can work under it. It's like she's got one of those in my belly and she's like, mom, I need room. So I need you to expand. That's what it's felt like she's been doing the past few days. Anyways, that is all. I will talk to you guys next time. I hope you have a great week and I hope you liked this episode. So, bye. Wow, if you've made it this far, that means you kind of, sort of, maybe like me. So, if you'd like more Millennial Mama content, follow me on social media. At Jessicamber is my personal Instagram, and at Millennial Mama underscore podcast is the podcast Instagram. So, like, now we're at the part where I awkwardly say goodbye and, you know, we pretend it's not that awkward. Okay, bye.